Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron. I am flying solo today, but we have a lot to cover, including Chris Harrison's first two episodes of his new podcast and the Bachelor bios for Zach's ladies. I don't know if you've had a chance to look at them. Um, If you're hearing this, I should have a highlight on my Instagram at Sarah Heron with all the pictures and some of the fun facts I'm going to pull out from the bios that I found interesting on my Instagram stories and highlights right now. As always, I'm just joking at any comments I make about these women. I'm sure they're all lovely. Half of the things I'm saying are jokes about the edit they're probably going to get. I look forward to getting to see them on screen and then following their journey on Paradise and wherever else it takes them, as always. All in good fun. Um, For those of you who have been listening to the last couple episodes... I hear you and I understand if maybe you don't love the format of taking the Bachelor YouTube show, which is what you've been hearing if you've been listening to Christine and myself is here for the right reasons on YouTube. It's a different show. Technically, we do it a little differently over there. It's been added to the podcast feed um, versus not having episodes at all during the holiday break and during the Prince Harry madness because... In case you don't read usmagazine.com for anything other than Bachelor coverage, um, Prince Harry has been ruining my life. Whether you love him or you hate him, it's impossible to avoid him at this point in time. Spare is now out. The Netflix show is out. Hopefully things are calming down. But between Harry and award season starting and the holidays, it's been difficult to make sure that I can get specific Bachelor interviews booked. But we're back on track. 2023 is going to be a great year for the podcast. I will not be putting out the YouTube episodes on the podcast feed unless I hear otherwise because you guys did not seem to like them in my reviews. So please, if you left me one of those, go change it. And thank you for the DMs. Um, I appreciate you listening. And Christina is great. Um, The audio just maybe doesn't transport onto YouTube with some of the graphics as well as it does with um, visually on YouTube. Some of those like things that you guys were complaining about, the sounds are like transitions into videos on YouTube, which I personally didn't know would, you know, not sound so great. Anyway, if you're still here, thank you so much. We have a lot to talk about. I'm actually really excited. It's been a minute since I did a deep dive into Bachelor Nation on my own. I spent the last uh, little bit of time kind of going through these bios. And I also obviously listened to both of Chris Harrison's podcast episodes. So I'm going to pull out some highlights from there. I think I want to start with the bios though, just because they were kind of killing me. Obviously this is season 27 
of The Bachelor, believe it or not, season 27 of The Bachelor. And Zach's season starts on the 23rd. So we're still a few weeks away. I have another guest planned for next week, but um, I want to get excited about Zach's season. I want to jump into who these women are, have a little fun with it, get our feet wet um, and get ready for the show to come back because it's been a minute. I feel refreshed. I feel ready for new Bachelor content. So let's just start. First of all, my big takeaway from reading all these bios is that one, they really upped the ante with the photos. These are much better pictures than the show has done in the past. All of these women are gorgeous and they're all pretty young. Not a shock there. Zach is 26, I think. So not a shock. Another big takeaway. A lot of these chicks love sushi, as do I. A lot of these chicks want to own Pilates studios. Not a shock. A lot of Taylor Swift and oddly Chris Jenner references uh, scattered throughout. So again, not a shock. I mean, I say basic in a way that I identify as basic, not an insult, but some basic girls showing up for Zach, who seems to be kind of a basic dude. So I feel as though this is going to be a basic season of The Bachelor, which might not be the worst thing because we've seen a lot of chaotic seasons of The Bachelor lately. Personally, you know, I like drama. Other people like love stories. Maybe we're going to get a nice basic love story here. Who knows? Allie kicks us off. She is has a beautiful smile and personality to match. This is ABC's writing. I'm just going to read some of the great lines. Allie is a Southern sweetheart ready to find love. She's a hopeless romantic and has even ended serious relationships because her exes weren't ready for the real deal. Well, that seems like a good reason to end a relationship, doesn't it, Allie, at 26? She's the full package and is passionate about her work in healthcare as she is about Disneyland. Oh, okay. Well, she wants her, you know, free pass through ABC. She's mentioning Disneyland. Allie hopes Zach can match her energies and excited to meet a man who's ready for marriage. Nothing can make her happier than a golden doodle named Texas. Her golden doodle named Texas, not just any random golden doodle named Texas. Sorry. So hopefully Zach can handle a little puppy love because these two are a package deal. Her fun facts include she's a proud collector of porcelain dolls. I'm sure she loves the new movie, Megan. She went to the same high school as Beyonce. That's pretty sick. And she loves broccolini, but hates broccoli. Great, Allie. Happy for you. Anastasia is a content marketing major. She's 30. Okay, go girl. She is really someone special, according to The Bachelor. She comes from a big loving Greek family and is ready to find love of her own. When it comes to finding a husband, she's looking for a mature man who has his life together and knows what he wants. In her free time, she enjoys watching the Harry Potter movies. Who doesn't? Visiting her family in Greece and vibing out to Rufus DeSoul's music. She's done wasting time when it comes to dating and is ready to jump in love with into love with both feet will zach be the man ready to take the plunge with her only time will tell she loves animals but is intimidated by monkeys cue a uh, monkey date for her she has always felt a strong connection to cleopatra i don't know if that's like a good thing or a bad thing and she fears the day low rise skinny jeans become fashionable again don't we all girl ariel thrill seeker and here at the bachelor thrills what she will find she's adventurous sophisticated unapologetically herself and looking for a man who can match her energy ariel comes from a loving ukrainian family and is looking to find a love like her parents have she's a woman of the world and has traveled everywhere from europe to asia to south america and more when she's not jet setting she loves exploring her hometown of new york city by going on long walks and listening to sizza she's truly hoping zach is a perfect match she loves to read architectural digests really does anyone love to read Architectural Digest? Maybe watching a video every now and then of a celebrity's home, but who loves to read Architectural Digest? Apparently Ariel. She doesn't do tarantulas any under circumstance, so good thing she's not on Fear Factor. And dancing to ABBA makes Ariel smile. 
Honestly, same. Bailey is from Nashville. And Bailey is one of the women who Zach met on the finale when he gave out those. Uh, he gave out one first impression rose. We'll get to her. But he also met like five of the women. She's there. And and when Jesse Palmer, this is my Jesse Palmer, I guess, um, commentary version. He did a meet the women on TikTok. I'm going to do a meet the women here on this podcast with, as you can tell, I'm doing some editorializing on the bios. Um, this is what they say for the most part, but I'm throwing in my own commentary. And when Jesse Palmer introduced Bailey, he said, keep an eye on her intro. So throwing that out there. She's 27 from Nashville, Tennessee, and she has the perfect combination of loving and loyal. She is truly ready to settle down and meet her dream man. Bailey isn't on dating apps because she says she's not looking to date around. She is ready to find the one and thinks The Bachelor is the perfect place to do just that. Great. Bailey is passionate about health and wellness and hopes to one day own her own business in the wellness world. Okay, great. So Bailey thinks that The Bachelor is the perfect place to meet your husband, but conveniently is soft launching a business in the bio. And honestly, I respect it. I cannot wait till we are on Bailey's wellness Instagram page. God, God bless Bailey. She loves traveling, yada, yada, yada. She would love to be a professional skydiver. She likes her margarita spicy and she named her dog Charlie after Charlie Brown. Okay. Rebecca, quote, Becca. So Becca, I don't know why they feel the need to give us both Rebecca and Becca, but okay. Becca is a 25-year-old nursing student and The Bachelor says she is, quote, incredible. She comes from a close-knit Mexican-American family and was raised by her mom, who she says is the person she loves most in this world. When it comes to what she wants in a partner, Becca is looking for someone who has a natural chem- who she has a natural chemistry with, who isn't afraid to be goofy sometimes. She's hoping to meet a man who is loyal, honest, and supportive as she is. She's here to find a perfect match and hopefully can return home with Zach by her side. Being outdoors relaxes Becca. Becca is a sucker for hidden romance novels, and Becca wore a lot of beanies in high school and gave off a skater girl vibe. I guess Becca's worried about photos resurfacing of her in skater girl outfits and wants to get it done. Brianna. Now, Brianna is the one who got America's first impression rose. AK Zach gave her the rose. I can't remember. Did we vote for that? Maybe we did vote for that. But I'm kind of worried that Brianna is going to be done dirty by this bio, you guys. So she's from Jersey City, which is a hop, skip, and away over from where I live in Hoboken, New Jersey. She's 24. I'm sure I've seen her around town. And again, she got Zach's first impression row, so she cannot be eliminated night one or America's first impression rose, whatever the hell that was. It's I like blocked that out. Sorry. But again, I think they're going to do her dirty because this bio is tough. It's tough. I'm not saying Brianna's not accomplished, but I'm saying it was tough the way they put it into words. Brianna is a boss woman looking to add some love to her life. She is smart, entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial and creative which led to her owning her own successful beauty company at just 24 years old. Amazing. But Brianna is giving she-eo vibes. I would rather be called anything than a she-eo. Now that her career is in such a good spot, she seems to have everything in place except for a man. Brianna is a woman of the world and even lived in Paris for a few years growing up. So she's looking for a ride-or-die partner with whom she can travel to new places. Brianna has high expectations, but she's truly hopeful that Zach can be the man for her. According to her fun fact, she hopes to go cage diving with sharks one day. She created her own language as a child, which, okay, didn't we all? And she, quote, does not do Netflix and chill. I'm just not into like girl boss, CEO phrases. Like I'm sure Brianna is a great boss and accomplished, but like that makes her sound lame. And I worry for her edit. 
Brooklyn, a rodeo racer, a Yellowstone girl after our own heart. Brooklyn is a rodeo country girl ready to saddle up for the love story of a lifetime. At just 13 years old, Brooklyn discovered her passion for horseback racing and went on to study animal science. One day, she dreams of being a professional rodeo girl and horse trainer. But now Brooklyn works as a lab designer for an oral surgery practice where she custom designs teeth for life-changing dental procedures. Wow. Zach, get ready to say cheese and show off those pearly whites. Brooklyn hasn't had the easiest path when it comes to her relationship history. Well, we are all over the place with Brooklyn. We're on a horse, we're giving dental surgery, and now we're on a tough path at in the relationship department. But she's ready for a fresh start with The Bachelor. Will Zach be the perfect cowboy for this fun-loving cowgirl? Only time will tell. Wow, Brooklyn would love to teleport. Who wouldn't? Brooklyn is a two-stepping pro, and Brooklyn loves to start her day with a delicious breakfast burrito. Shout out, Brooklyn. Again, probably could have just written Brooklyn Loves Yellowstone, but I feel as though she's going to be a fun one to watch. She also met Zach at the finale. Don't remember. Kara. Nothing upsets Kara more than seeing garbage on the sidewalk. I jumped to one of her fun facts first because this is not the only mention mentioned of litter in these bios. And I just found that interesting. These women are, you know, paving the way here. But Kara is an ambitious and as amb- Kara is as ambitious and driven as she is beautiful. She really has her life figured out from her career to her social life, but there's one major piece missing, a husband. Are you guys sensing a theme here? Kara has tried dating apps and being set up, but she is way more excited about this new unique opportunity to find love with Zach. When she isn't hustling in the office, she's jamming out to Justin Bieber while walking around in New York City. Kara is hoping to meet an ambitious and intelligent man, and she hopes she feels sparks flying with Zach. She also loves Christmas music and is not a good cook, but is great as, quote, assembling meals. That's nice, Kara. Catherine, a.k.a. Kat, from New York as well. She's a 26-year-old dancer. And when it comes to living life to the fullest, Kat likes to just go for it. She's a free spirit who isn't afraid to be silly and always tries to keep a positive attitude. Kat loves living in New York City is as passionate about and is passionate about dancing and enjoys a picnic in the park. Cheese and crackers in Central Park with Kat sounds like a dreamy one-on-one date to us. Oh, my God. I just can't believe someone actually writes this. Like, I this was a dream job. I, okay. Side note, one of my dream jobs has always been the person who gets to write like the Netflix descriptions of shows. And I think that I would also excel at writing Bachelor bios. Kat is ready to find someone who accepts for her, for who she is and make her priority. Feels fair enough. Kat believes true love is in reach and we hope she's right. Kat loves in capital letters, L-O-V-E-S. As Ashley Simpson once said, I'm talking about love, L-O-V-E, hot dogs. Kat loves hot dogs. We needed to know that. But Kat, she doesn't do dinner dates, you guys. Kat loves capital L-O-V-E-S hot dogs, but doesn't do dinner dates. And Kat was a sailing instructor in high school. She dreams of sailing around the world. Charity, that's a name, um, from Columbus, Georgia. She is a child and family therapist at 26. And she's next. Charity, you guys. Oh, she also has a Disney World reference. Everyone's trying to get in with Disney. It's easy to see what makes Charity such a great catch. With a simple, with a smile that lights up the room, a great career, and a sweet personality to match, Charity is a total package. The Georgia beauty takes her name as a call to love and care for people and has built on her life, that, that life purpose. That's nice. Charity's a mental health therapist and is extremely passionate about helping people live their best lives. Oh God. Charity's going to have to like counsel everyone after the show because she's a mental health therapist who, you know, went on this program. Although sometimes the mental health experts remember, um, was it Taylor on Nick Vile season, Taylor Mocha? That did not go well for her being a mental health expert. And that was edited tough. And then I think she was like canceled afterwards. I can't really remember, but um, 
as far as when she was on the show, I feel as though they tried to use her like talking about her therapist knowledge against her. So slightly worried for charity, but um, maybe it'll be helpful for the other girls. But now she's ready to receive the love she gives to so many others. Charity hopes her future husband is honest, loyal, and has similar morals. She says she's really excited to meet Zach and thinks the two of them could be perfect match on paper. Time will tell if they're also perfect match in person. Her all-time favorite movie is The Notebook. Classic. She wants to move to Disney World one day. Charity wants to move to Disney World one day. That's that's a lot. So Charity's a Disney adult who maybe thinks she can live in Cinderella's castle. And I don't know how I feel about that. But she also throws a mean axe. So maybe I should SDFU about Charity and just root for her. The next girl is Christina. And her full name is listed, Christina Mandrell. And that seems to be because her aunt is Barbara Mandrell, who is a country singer who was like in the Country Music Hall of Fame. She is ready for her perfect fairy tale love story. She's a mom to her amazing five-year-old daughter, Blakely, who she lives to make happy. Okay, so she's divorced. We have our first divorced girly girl. This is not the only girly girl who's divorced on the season. But since getting divorced, Christina has been searching for the perfect man, but must be selective since she and her daughter are in this together. Christina is looking for a partner she can trust unconditionally and is open-minded to whatever life throws their way. Will Christina get her fairy tale ending that she's always wanted with Zach? Only time will tell. Christina wants to learn how to hula dance. She considers herself her grandma to her daughter's pet turtle. And her favorite sport is CrossFit. Davia is a 25-year-old marketing manager, and she is a bold, strong woman who is ready for Mr. Right. While her life hasn't always been easy, I like how they randomly like will throw in for certain people, their lives haven't always been easy. So like, alert, we're going to get a sob story here, but we're not telling you. Whereas other girls are like, the hardest thing that happens to them is the trash they see on the street. And the other girls, it's like, warning, we've got some trauma here. Um, But she is, has always persevered and is ready to receive the love she's given to so many others. Another common line this, this, um, this year. She loves dancing, Lizzo, and reading romance novels like The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. She's ready for marriage and wants it soon. She's looking for an honest man who will prioritize their relationship above anyone else. No one has helped her through more relationships than Taylor Swift. Stars are just like us. She could live off oysters and she can out burp anyone. In fact, maybe she didn't need to include or The Bachelor didn't need to include, but good to know. Gabby is next and Gabby's so ready to find the one that she has already has her wedding dream wedding venue picked out in Italy on Lake Como. So hopefully Gabby comes for money because I don't think the bachelor is shelling out for a wedding where George Clooney and a mall vacation, just saying her favorite Kardashian is Chris, which I can respect. She loves to tailgate, which I can also respect. And she hopes to own her own Pilates studio one day. There it is. Um, Genevieve is definitely the full package with a smile that lights up every room she walks into not only is she a registered nurse but she's hoping to be a ceo of a hospital one day boss moves oh there they go again like it's just so corny when she's not working she loves reading colleen hoover books we've got some readers we've got some readers you guys this is our second book ref these girls can read um playing sports and spending time with her family the maryland native is also is looking for a loyal and adventurous man and only dates the real deal only dates to find the real deal. That's a good clarification. Um, she fears animals that are larger than her. Who doesn't? She, except for maybe horse girls. The Yellowstone girl and this girl could have some issues. The rodeo queen. She goes hard for the Baltimore Ravens. That's nice. And she can drive stiff, stick shift, dot, 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 kind of. Greer. Ooh, that's a fun name. She's a bold, hilarious woman who isn't afraid to speak her mind. She was born and raised in Houston, Texas, but took a risk and moved to NYC. 
NYC. She loves living life to the fullest. Greer is loyal and confident and looking for a partner who can keep up with her quick wit and big personality. She's a hopeless romantic and a sucker for forehead kisses. Greer watches One Tree Hill. That doesn't say that. I'm just making that conclusion. Greer loves to shop at flea markets. Greer has never been embarrassed. Well, that's about to change. And Greer can tell a lot about someone by their sushi order. Really, Greer, what? Greer, next, if I ever speak to you, please remind me to ask you what me liking spicy tuna means besides the fact that I am a basic, basic queen. Holland. Guys, Holland seems like a good time with an edit, bad edit, just waiting to happen. This insurance marketer 24 from Florida, because she's a spunky 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 and confident woman who needs a man who can keep up with her energy the top things holland for is looking for in a relationship are unwavering commitment loyalty and genuine personality oh and he must in capital letters love wine and sushi hope you're listening zach they wrote that not me pilates all right so we've got the sushi the wine and the pilates are back spending time on the beach Pilates and spending time on the beach in her home state of Florida are also important parts of Holland's life. And it'll be a huge plus if she can meet someone to enjoy her favorite things with her. Holland knows what she wants and good luck to anyone who tries to stop her. It's giving Holland's going to be our villain. She loves yachting with her girls. I wish I could love yachting with my girls. So that would require a yacht and more friends. She does not function without air conditioning. And I respect that about Holland because neither do I. But again, it's giving high maintenance, aka villain. And her favorite TV show is The Bachelor. So Holland is signing up for this and she's not afraid to admit it. And I do love that about her. But again, worried Holland's going to be our villain. Maybe she'll end up being America's sweetheart and you can all make fun of me, but that's my guess. Jessica, aka Jess, a 23-year-old e-commerce coordinator. Oh boy, our 23-year-olds. We always got one. She's a sweet soul though from Orlando, Florida. Who thinks Zach is her dream man? Don't we all? She is one of the younger women, but she is mature and knows what she wants and doesn't settle for anything less than a soulmate. She describes herself as a hopeless romantic. And guess what, you guys? She is ready for a fairy tale romance worthy of a Taylor Swift song. Taylor Swift should sue for how many times she's referenced in this situation. And I love Taylor Swift, by the way, but like, come on. She comes from a big Puerto Rican family and hopes Zach is ready to spice up his life. She hopes he's excited about her as she is about him. Her favorite activity is playing with puppies. She doesn't leave the house with sunscreen ever. Relatable. And she could play Bananagrams all day and never get bored. I've never played Bananagrams, but I don't know. It's uh, the young ones. They don't usually fare too well. She'll make it like halfway. Now, Katie is next. Caitlin, who spells Katie K-A-I-T-Y. And according to The Bachelor, she is 100% wife material, which means she's definitely not. They got lazy with Katie because one of her fun facts is that Katie, L-O-V-E-S, capitals, loves roller coasters, like loves them. Like they wrote that. They wrote Katie loves capital letters, roller coasters, like comma, loves them. That's tough. But again, she's 100% wife material. She's Canadian. Oh, that's nice. She lives in Texas now, but she's a Canadian nurse who's not only passionate about her career, but has got a great sense of humor and is extremely down to earth. She's looking for her forever Prince Charming and says, quote, oh, a direct quote from Katie, a direct quote from Katie. Wow. She's actually probably going to go far, even though I accuse them of getting lazy with her bio. Because she says, quote, I truly hope to find love. I have so much love to give to the right man. That's something Jana Kramer did say on her podcast this week, which is tough for Katie. Hopefully Zach is the right man for her. Katie can't wait to start a family and said that if a man doesn't want kids, that would be a deal breaker for her. Will Zach be the one that shows this beauty that true love is out there? Only time will tell. We got quite lazy with the only times will tell in this, this these also. Maybe they're not meant to be read all at once. 
Um, Katie grew up figure skating. That's cool. She isn't afraid of sliding into the DMs. You go, girl. Again, the roller coasters. And she enjoys swimming, but hates sharks. Hates the sharks that may be swimming underneath her. Well, that's the risk you take, Katie. Catherine. Catherine is a vibrant go-getter with a witty sense of humor and a half glass full attitude. She loves spending time with her nieces and nephews and can't wait to have a family of her own. She's a registered nurse. A lot of nurses, as always. And being a nurse is extremely important to her, but her number one priority is to find her perfect match. Her dream man is loyal, trustworthy, a great communicator, and most importantly, her best friend. She's looking for a real man who will enhance her life and is ready to put it all on the line to find love. Catherine doesn't camp. She only glamps. Catherine could live off of breakfast pastries. That is interesting. She could live off of breakfast pastries. I just don't know about that. And apparently... People tell Catherine that she looks like Julia Roberts all the time. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think Catherine, the registered nurse, 26 from Tampa, Florida, looks like. I don't, does not really giving me Julia Roberts. Kimberly, on the other hand, she is not here to mess around. She's 30. So, you know, that means she's not here to mess around. She's in a serious relationship that has lasted six years, but it, but he, she was ready for forever and her ex was not. Here's hoping her ex has a TikTok that he wants to spill the tea on. She has been single for the past few years as a result and does not just want to date around. She is waiting for her perfect man. The Puerto Rican beauty's ideal date night would include watching the sunset on the beach with a picnic dinner. Zach, save that idea for later. Oh, Lord. Kimberly is ready to find her husband and start a family of her own. She's excited for a chance to fall in love and can't wait for her bachelor journey to begin. I learned nothing about Kimberly there except for she once had a relationship for six years. She loves to drink wine and her PJs. Respect. She can't wait to be mom one day. And her favorite music is old school hip hop. Now, Kylie or Kyle, I think it's Kylie, but it's K-Y-L-E-E. She's a postpartum nurse, 25 from Charlotte, North Carolina. And she may be best known as an NBA dancer. Oh, get it, girl. But this girl has way more going on than just her killer dance moves and beautiful smile. Outside of dancing, she's a registered nurse who works in the postpartum unit. She's passionate about helping new mothers and can't wait to have a baby of her own. ASAP. She may only be 25, but she's ready for the soccer mom life. So hopefully Zach's on the same page. She admits that she falls hard and fast. So time will tell if this hopeless romantic will be able to find her soulmate in Zach. Oh, God, we love one who falls hard and fast. You will never see Kylie with frizzy hair. Oplex oil for life. She likes her popcorn smothered in butter and mixed with M&Ms. Literally same. I go to the movies at least once a month because I... Um, an AMC Stubbs member, humble brag, but mostly because I want popcorn with M&Ms mixed in it. And her celebrity crush is also Jimmy Garoppolo, who is one of my favorite humans to look at um, and to comment fire emojis on his Instagram. If you go back on Jimmy G, he is a football player. He was Tom Brady's backup. And then he got traded to the 49ers and he was the 49ers starter. Then he got benched, but then he got to play again. And now he's hurt, but he is just beautiful. And he, speaking of Aaron Andrews, once called her baby in an interview and it, like broke the internet and Jimmy G is just gorgeous. So I'm shipping Kaylee and Jimmy G. I don't think she, I think she's better than Zach. Let's give Kaylee and Jimmy G. I'm rooting for them. Maybe we can try to tag him and let him know that there's a bachelor contestant who's ships him, who ships him, who likes him and we ship together. Um. Okay. So Leica is next. I hope I'm saying that right. She's a woman of the world. She was born in India and moved to the United States at seven. She since lived in California, North Carolina, New York, and Florida. It may take a little while for her to come out of her shell, but her exuberant personality and top-notch belly dancing skills are worth the wait. Oh, go girl. And now she's a financial advisor. 
get you girl can do both. She's ready to find the one. And while her parents' marriage was arranged, they are supportive of her journey to find love and happiness in her own way. Oh, that's a fun storyline. Her close-knit family has her excited to start a family of her own. Tales old as time. She can't wait to meet Zach and says, oh, a direct quote from her too. Interesting that some women get direct quotes and others don't. And are these really direct quotes? Can they sue me and maybe The Bachelor for saying these are direct quotes? I would like to know. But anyway, allegedly, she said, I want nothing more than be a great mom and find my person to share life with. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. A massage is her love language. Going to stagecoach is on her bucket list. Girl, your dreams are going to come true based on this program, from this program, because Stagecoach is a dream. Blake Hortzman, get her a VIP pass. And her biggest turn on is abs. Honestly, I, I'm into her. Madison, 26-year-old business owner, that's ambiguous. She is ready to receive the love she gives to so many others. Oh my God, I'm so happy all of these women are so ready to receive the love that they allegedly, seemingly, apparently give to others because that is a trend. While growing up, she took on the role of caretaker for her two younger sisters. Oh, that should be interesting to learn about. Um, when it comes to her love life, her little sisters are part of her package deal and she wouldn't have it any other way. Madison hopes to meet an honest, empath uh, empathetic, loyal man with a caring family. She has worked extremely hard to go to get to such a great place in life and she's more than ready to find someone to share with. She's serious about finding love, yada, yada. She was a presidential scholar in college, so Madison's smart. Madison dislikes all sauces and that means dislikes all sauces. And that means that I have to dislike Madison because I love sauces. Um, and if Madison could have any superpower, it would be to pause time. Fair. Mercedes 24, another young girly girl, but apparently she's fun loving and bubbly and ready to spread her wings. She has four jobs. Oh God. Mercedes just wants a vacation and I respect it. She works extremely hard to support herself and is ready to prioritize finding a perfect match. She's close with her mother who will definitely be looking for her approval next time she brings home a man. Let's hope Mercedes gets to hometowns and we get a harsh mom. She has been in two serious relationships that both ended because she knew they weren't her person. Feels like a good reason to end a relationship. She loves a night out on the town in Nashville. And if she's not staying in and cuddling with her dog, a lot of these women like dogs. So hopefully Zach's a dog guy. Um, yada, yada. Her hobby is showing pigs at the Iowa State Fair. Okay. She's from Iowa and she loves showing pigs at the State Fair. I don't know about you, but I think we need Mercedes and Chris Souls to uh, meet ASAP. I ship. I ship. She loves to dry and drive with her windows down, blasting her music, and she would rather order in than cook. I think Mercedes needs to go to Iowa with Chris Souls. Maybe Victoria Fuller can give her his number. Olivia L. Oh, two Olivia's. I feel like it's been a minute since two Olivia's or ever. Olivia L. is a 24-year-old patient care technician. And for her, basketball has always come easy. Okay. But the one game she's yet to win is Olivia versus true love. And this baller is here to find her teammate for life. Oh, poor Olivia L. They're doing her dirty too. Well, basketball was her first true love. She's built a life outside the sport, working full-time in healthcare, and has her dreams set on helping others as a physician's assistant. She's traveled to almost every state in the U.S., maybe playing basketball, but she hasn't met her perfect match. She's looking forward to meeting Zach and hoping to have a relationship. Watching Grey's Anatomy inspired Olivia's desire to work in medical fields. Girl, good for you. Olivia will yell at people who are little litter. They really don't like littering in this group, which is, I mean, I don't like littering either, but weird kind of to include in like, these are things you need to know about me. And she comes from a family of jet skiing enthusiasts. 
That's fun. Now, Olivia M. is a stylist from Ohio, and she was born and raised in a small town with a loving family. Olivia M. is looking for the love of her life. Who isn't? She may be a city slicker now in Cincinnati, but Olivia will always be a small town girl at heart. Sounds like a true Ohio girl. I lived there for four years. I can say that. She studied fashion and has a passion for all things style and design. Zach, get your suit ready. Remember when Zach went on that date with Rachel and they tried on stuff with like Karamo or whoever it was from Queer Eye? Maybe these two will have a nice uh, shopping date or they'll give the shopping date to the rodeo girl and Olivia M will try to like curse her. That's more likely to happen. While she's working hard in her career, when she's not working hard in her career, Olivia loves, loves going to hot yoga. All right. This one likes hot yoga, not Pilates, trying new restaurants and cuddling up on the couch to binge watch TV. Olivia's special ta- talent is sounding like a dolphin. Well, that won't do because we already have Alexis dolphin shark from back in the day. Um, Alexis Waters from Nick Files season. So she's going to need a new shtick, but she loves to read and has a color-coded bookshelf and she loves carbs. Okay, Olivia. Sonia is a 25-year-old project manager from Long Island and she is the life of the party. I feel like they called someone else the life of the party already. Um, She's outgoing, ready to settle down and put those dating days behind her. After multiple serious relationship, Sonia knows she's ready for marriage and hopes Zach is her future husband. While she's a city girl for now, she's hoping to move to the suburbs one day with her man and three golden retrievers. That's a lot of dogs. Um, hopefully Zach is ready to be a dog dad. That is true. Oh, she got four fun facts. You go, girl. Because she's been bungee jumping twice. She never, never says no to a game of truth or dare. She's obsessed with Elvis. Who isn't? and she dreams of taking a trip to arizona oh feels attainable let's get sonia to arizona man i feel like we can do it sonia to arizona and uh lake high to stagecoach now we have vanessa she's 23 oh my god another 23 year old good lord she's ready to say goodbye to single life though those 23 years have just been really tough for her she's so excited to meet zach and hopes He's the loyal, charismatic man that she's been looking for. Oh my God, wait. Vanessa is only 23 and I think she's the other divorced one. This is actually very interesting. Vanessa works in marketing and strives to be as successful as marketing genius Chris Jenner one day. Another Chris Jenner ref. We love a girl that dreams big, says The Bachelor, not Sarah Heron. While she's passionate about her work, Vanessa's top priority right now is finding her partner. She considers herself a top-notch foodie. So naturally, Zach is hungry for a good food. So hopefully, not naturally, oh my God. Hopefully, Zach is hungry for good food and a good time. Will this be the end of Vanessa's search for love? Fingers crossed. Growing up, Vanessa played a lot of freeze tag. What? Growing up, Vanessa played a lot of freeze tag? That is the most random fact, especially to be first. And I read it so nonchalantly, but I'm shook. Like freeze tag is fine, but I'm so confused by Vanessa played a lot of freeze tag being her first fun fact and being something we needed to know. Wow. Okay. Well, she also loves cherries. L-O-V-E-S, capital S, another capital, all capital loves cherries. And her dream duet partner is Barry Gibb of the Bee Gees. Okay. So she's 23, but clearly an old soul if we're quoting the Bee Gees, um, but also a young soul who played a lot of freeze tag to the point where it's still like top of mind. You know, she's only 23. Now, Victoria J, she's 30. She's a makeup artist from Texas and she is divorced, which is not part of her bio, which is interesting because... The other one, the the mother of Blakely, 
had divorced as part of her storyline. Whereas Victoria Jameson here, Victoria J is posting about her divorce on TikTok. She said, hard launched, I'm divorced to a video by Shania Twain's man. I feel like a woman tune into my second chance to find love at the bachelor. She also made another TikTok mouthing to the words. I just want to get one Epic photo. So my ex-boyfriend knows I'm having a better life without him. Oh, wow. So she's just like really going for it in another video. Okay. A third one deciding to be on reality TV, fully knowing my ex-husband and his entire family will see it. Um, fair. So she's just trying to get ahead of it, you know, but she is from Texas. She's the full package. She's ambitious and resilient, resilient, and she's ready to live life to the fullest. She's determined to take chances to truly find love. And her parents have been married for over 40 years. Great for her tough divorce. Then she has her heart set on finding love like theirs. She is looking for a mature man who will be there for her in good times and bad. She's looking forward to meeting Zach because she knows he's as ready for a lifelong love as she is. She has a degree in dance performance specific she doesn't understand the hype around pete davidson fine but kind of rude her music taste is stuck in 2007 emo punk music for life okay and victoria isn't made for the cold but she says she looks super cute in a ski suit i don't know if i'm liking victoria those facts were were tough for me i'm sorry Victoria E. Now this Victoria, the other Victoria J spells her name more traditionally. Victoria E, who's from Austria. Oh, that's fun. She spells her name. Now this makes more sense because she's from Austria. V-I-K-T-O-R-I-A. She's a nanny. She's 29. And she is a beautiful, positive woman whose striking looks are only a part of her story. She was born and raised in Austria, but moved to the United States by herself in 2013. She currently lives in NYC where she loves being the life of the party. A lot of lives of the party. We've got some some competition here and she's always up for a new adventure she's a natural caregiver and passionate working with children so she can't wait to have a family of her own i'm sensing a, another trend family girls she enjoys listening to country music and dreams of visiting hawaii one day we can't wait to see if zach is the loving match victoria is looking for him now hot take victoria doesn't eat blue tortilla chips okay she lives her cheesy christmas movies same and she loves to listen to Nora jones and paint kind of depressing but okay and those are your girly girls. So if you made it through this whole rundown, which I really hope you did, because I thought it was fun. I know I talk fast. I'm sorry. But if you're going to read all this, you got to just get the information out there. Before I go, I wanted to touch on Chris Harrison. Um, in case you missed it, our former Bachelor host, Chris Harrison, has a new podcast called The Most Dramatic Podcast Ever. It really wasn't that dramatic. Um, he did some some intense readings that felt dramatic. I assume a lot of the stuff he was saying he had written down and was kind of reciting. And I don't mean that necessarily a bad way. I think it's his first podcast and he maybe practiced or is rehearsed because he also is a, was a professional host for 20 years and it was very good at it. So he knows a voiceover. And um, if you listened to it, which, you know, go draw your own conclusions. I'm not really here to give my opinion on Chris Harrison because I did that for years. I feel like after all this happened, um, I talked about it at length, but there was a few things he said that I thought were interesting. Um, he really bought the, brought the theatrics on this podcast. And that's why I kind of said it sounded like he was reading off of something. Like he made comments like, there are a few people that are sitting in Hollywood right now, nervous as hell that I'm doing a podcast. And I guess I would say to those people, if you're nervous, maybe you should be. And I don't really think he said anything worth um, ABC getting broken up about here. He kind of just detailed all the stuff that happened after that interview with Rachel Lindsay, obviously in 
February 2021 when he defended Rachel Kirkconnell um, during Matt James season. And he talked about how he was disappointed in himself and embarrassed, but also that his like quote unquote cancellation was a madam of uh, was more about circumstance. And in the past, when people came under fire, their apologies worked. And he made all these like cryptic comments about being told to hire this crisis person and how that didn't work out for him and how he wishes he could teach a class and what not to do when a crisis and PR and kind of paints himself a little bit as a victim of, you know, being, it was the perfect storm of timing. I think that's true to some degree. I think that people would have had an issue with what Chris Harrison said at any time, but it definitely, he wasn't quote unquote forgiven, I guess, as easy because of what was happening in the world. But I also think and I think ABC, you know, made the decision and had to stick with it because they, this show specifically had come under fire for so many other things for so long that this was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. So while Chris Harrison kind of ended up being a casualty in that, he also just did that interview on his own volition and it really made no sense to me. And I still don't like what I see when I watched it. So I don't know. I really, I don't know how to feel. I mean, I think it's fair for Chris Harrison to, I guess, share his side or move on with his life. I don't think he should be, you know, have to go away forever. Um, if people want to listen to this podcast, that's great. If they don't, they don't have to. Um, I'm not surprised that the bachelor did what they did at the time that they did it, but other notes from the podcast that I thought were interesting was he lost 20 pounds as he was dealing with this exit. So this was kind of his way of explaining how sick to his stomach he was in the aftermath of the extra interview. He couldn't sleep and he couldn't eat. And he was not scared of losing his job, but he was scared for his family. He was worried about his fiance, Lauren Zima. He was worried about his kids, his mom, his brother, his dad, his loved ones, and how they um, were going to be affected by this since The Bachelor is obviously how he makes his money. We all know that he is not short of cash. So I think he recovered from the from the 20 pound weight loss. He did say he stands by his point. He said, quote, while the point I was trying to get across, while while the point I was trying to get across, I stand by. The way I did it, it was messy. It was disappointing and it was not me. It was a messy, really bad conversation. That's kind of an understatement. And as Lauren Zima says when she joins during episode two, she can't watch the interview because she doesn't feel like it was Chris. Like, it doesn't even feel like him. And the people who thought that that was a side of Chris Harrison that just had never come out before are wrong, according to Lauren Zima. I don't know about that. I feel as though that was, you know, what he was thinking. Like, I don't I don't know what that means, but I don't know. Then he compared himself to Harry and Meghan, and he lost me there a little bit. Because as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I'm just really, I'm really over Harry and Meghan. And honestly, every member of the royal family, I, I'm not team anyone. I'm team. They all need to, like go away for a while but he compared himself to harry and megan because he said when he was watching the show with lauren the royal family has this policy of like be silent don't comment to the press and that's what he was instructed to do he made it clear not to say he was told he couldn't give a statement but he was instructed to so he kind of dances around a few things like with warner brothers with abc and implies that there is some shady stuff going on, but doesn't totally say it. And I think he's dropping these nuggets because legally that's all he can do. And maybe that's his way also of like kind of trying to like connect and get headlines, which is just ironic because it's the same thing as like Prince Harry and now Chris Harrison. Like they blame the media for a lot of stuff, but then they go to the media or create their own media to then give the media more things to comment on. Like it's a cycle. And I'm not saying you should be able to share your side of the story. That's fine. But then like know that you're just 
giving more for people to comment on and don't be surprised if that happens or offended or upset. Like you're just, it's a lot. And that's kind of what Harry's doing. And now that's what Chris Harrison is doing, but he kind of just goes into this whole thing about how everyone thought, you know, this too shall pass. There's been scandals before there's been worse scandals than what he did. Worse controversies. If you apologize, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. What he believed and what he was told behind the scenes is that obviously didn't happen. Um, and he blames circumstances of what was happening in the world at the time. He also threw some digs um, while he definitely said that he, there's a lot of people at the show that he loves and he said nice things about his crew and he wishes the best kind of, he said, I'm not mad at the show. It changed his life. Now there's no animosity. He did say there was part of the jobs that sucked because there's any job quote, you know, tell me a job where you love your boss. You love everyone you work for. It's very rare. God bless you. If you did find that. The majority of people I loved and adored. Look, the show was a massive success. It's historic. It changed television, yada, yada, yada. He takes pride in that. Lauren Zima pointed out that there are still problematic people who work for the show. And then Chris revealed that he hasn't watched since Matt James's hometown episode, which was his last episode. And he said, when I left, it was still the number one show on TV. Now, look, do I keep an eye on the ratings? Do I know what's happening now? I'm not going to say I'm not so humble or whatever to say that I haven't paid attention to the scoreboard. Yes, I do know. I realize the ratings are down 50 to 60% and the show has changed dramatically. Also, that hurts me a little bit because it's something I took pride in building. And there's still some wonderful people that I talked to on the show, cast members and crew. Then Warner Brothers posted this graphic about Bachelor in Paradise being the number one scripted show of the year. And I just don't think that's a coincidence because in what world is now we're getting confirmation that whether this is even true or not that bachelor nation bachelor in paradise was the number one scripted show of the year it's january that finished airing months ago i don't know i guess maybe an end of year wrap-up but it was posted yesterday hours after chris harrison made this comment so i think maybe someone who works at warner brothers saw that quote didn't like it got a graphic built up and said let's make sure everybody knows bachelor in paradise was allegedly the number one scripted non-scripted show of the summer We'll see. Who knows? Um, but that was a little dig by by Chris Harrison there. You can't really say he's taking the high road with that one. Now for who was going to get his job. So what was interesting to me is in the both episodes, Chris Harrison never mentions Jesse Palmer. Not once. Not even really implies anything about Jesse Palmer getting the gig. But he did say that he knew there were certain cast members who were calling in for the job. And the funny thing is the people who were calling in, I knew had no chance to get the job. So that's what he's in episode one without naming names. Then in episode two, he kind of calls out Nick Vile directly, who I think is who he was referring to in that comment. He said, after he like lists a million people who were there for them, which I'll get to in a second, he said, Nick wasn't really strongly against me or said anything, but you know, I think Nick was one of those among many who probably saw the blood in the water and saw the opportunity of a job that would be really phenomenal. And I have no doubt that he wanted that job. So I think he was saying Nick Vile had no chance of getting the job. But then we saw each other at Wells and Sarah's weddings and we gave each other big hugs. So he has no animosity towards Nick Vile, but he did throw a little dig at Nick Vile. He also thought that he thought that he mentioned that he thought Wells was going to get the job. He said, Wells has always been a good man and a good friend of mine. He was in a very difficult situation because he was still kind of connected to the show and he was doing stuff on Paradise. But he was one of the first to reach out to me and say, look, I'm staying out of this. I love you and I respect you. I thought to be completely candid that Wells was going to get the job. I even told him, hey, man, I won't speak out publicly because I don't think that will help you at all. In fact, I think it would do more harm than good. But I really hope you get the job. I think you'd be great at it. I think a lot of people thought that. And I think Wells thought it too. And I think Jesse Palmer has done a fine job, but I think Wells would have also done a fine job. I think at the very least, they should have given Wells paradise, give Jesse the other two fine. But obviously not what happened. Now, 
Chris Harrison several times said he wasn't going to name names or didn't expect anyone to reach out because, you know, there was so much just drama and people were getting dragged for doing so. But then he proceeded to name names. And just in case you care, he named Sean and Catherine Lowe, Ari and Lauren Leindyke, Brad Walmack, Tristan Ryan, JP and Ashley, Jaden Tanner, Jojo and Jordan, Bob Gideon and Andrew Firestone, Ben Higgins, Ashley I, Andy Dorfman, Sarah Heron, not me, the Sarah Heron from Paradise and Sean Love Season, Leslie Murphy, Tenley, Jake Pavelka, Chris Souls, Admin Raven, and Eric Bigger. He also said that Mike Johnson was someone who was very critical and outspoken and understandably so. But when they ran into each other in Vegas at an iHeart event, they gave each other a big hug, nothing but love. He reached out to me while we were sitting there and spending time together and just thanked me for being that kind of big brother and always being there for him. Interesting that he didn't name Caitlin Bristow or Taysha because they obviously took the gig. I wonder if he's also was mentioning them at people who were trying to get the job, but he didn't think we we're going to get it full time because they obviously did those two seasons. I also feel like him and Caitlin like were friends. So kind of interesting that she didn't get a ref. Um, and obviously a lot of old school people referenced here. And again, interesting that he felt the need to name all those names after saying he wasn't going to name names. On the second episode, Lauren Zima's there. She gets a little emotional. Chris and Lauren have been engaged for a couple of years. They've been together for like five. I mentioned some of the things she said before. She said to me, the most important thing about a human is what their intention is and how they react after they made a mistake. I know your intention in the interview was in no way malicious. I know that your intention was to protect Matt. I do think that's true to some degree. She mentioned, obviously, um, she, he was worried about the controversy because Rachel and Matt were together. He wanted them to break up. He wanted Matt to be okay. You didn't want Matt going through all of this. That frustration and exhaustion went into that interview. Again, true to some extent, but still kind of confusing why he decided to so strongly defend Rachel Kirkconnell before she even defended herself. She went on to address how the situation led to the end of her recap show, Roses and Rosé. If you're familiar with Lauren, you probably know her more so from Roses and Rosé than maybe even dating Chris. Um, it was a popular YouTube show and where she recapped. And she did say that she wasn't told by Entertainment Tonight to stop doing the show, which I wonder if that's true, but she did say she stopped because I could not live with myself covering the franchise like that anymore. I couldn't celebrate it in the same way, knowing everything that I know now. Ominous, Lauren Zima. And I kind of wonder if she still works at ET because I really thought she did. But she said a few things in this interview that maybe kind of made me think she doesn't. So I guess stay tuned. Maybe she's like full-time Chris Harrison podcast co-host, producer, friend, ally, fiance now. Maybe not. I mean, she had been at ET for a long time. She's super accomplished. She's done a million interviews, like every type. Um, but she kind of was talking about it in past tense, in my opinion. Um, but I don't know. Anyway, that was a very lengthy Bachelor in Paradise or Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelor bios breakdown, Chris Harrison recap. I hope you enjoyed it. We have guests planned for the coming weeks for Zach season. I almost just forgot his name. Oh my God. Um, I hope you'll stick with me and come back next week. Please leave me a review. That's nice. Or don't leave one. And please maybe go back and change the ones based on the YouTube shows. Thank you so much. Don't forget to come back next week for more Here for the Right Reasons. Bye.